we are here. We're here. We made it. We're here again. And uh, Lane finally left. He was here for uh, two, one week. He was. He stayed. Lane for one stayed week. for a whole week. He found the bidet in Mark's house, and I'm not even allowed in there because I'm going to do weird shit with the toothbrushes. I've heard, but that's a lie. Straight lie. I don't think so. Hey, hey. seventeen. Seventeen. Episode seventeen. Of the Honest Edition Aside Hot Sauce Podcast. Yep, we're here. Spotify. Spotify. iTunes. Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast? It's not iTunes anymore. Oh. And we have our tea because we're, we're here a little late tonight. We're drinking herbal tea. It's it's a lemon chamomile. It will relax us and we'll feel good and it might help your bowel movements later. I don't need help with that. I'm a pro. Yeah. How many times did you poop today? Oh, Twice. Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. I might get it. I might squeeze another one out later. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, we're grown men making so, shit and fart jokes. So the last couple episodes were good. Yeah, I mean, we were cranking. We're last, doing. last week was nice. We, Lane uh, broke down the 50 shades of Lane. 50 shades of Lane. We broke learned about some online dating. Online dating. Skills. Which is good because, you know, I don't do that right now. So you won't ever do I it again. I won't ever do that again. I'm more like worried when I catch my children, like trying to download Tinder at like pre 18. I'm going to lose my shit. And then I'll probably see what's out there and then delete their apps. <laughs> I won't do that. The tea is really hot. A tea, hot tea. Um, so we're going to try and bring some value today. We're going to bring some value. The last couple of episodes have been jovial. Yes, that's humorous. Good, yep. So, so you are you had so this last week some life things happened to you, yep. right? And I know we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Yep. Like, isn't that kind of relevant to you? What we're going to talk about? There's some relevancy there. Okay. A little bit. So you were laid off. Yep. We're just gonna say that. I got which laid off. we are happy for because it allows you to open up new chapters in life yeah i mean so when i got laid off i don't know if i I broke it down and it doesn't really matter but they did offer me an opportunity to take a severance um which was cool i appreciate that you know that's not something that they had to do and i felt as though kind of where my head was at at that point the severance made more sense well when one door closes another one opens yeah it's a good yeah. philosophy. Yeah. But we had a couple guests, and I will say this. The guests that we have had are pretty good people. Like, you know, I, I know I mean, them I mean, I can say that to one, but... I can say them all. I mean, everyone in this room has been a good people. <laughs> been, a good, been a good people. <laughs> been a good... We got some good people on this no, show. No, I mean, our first guest of the whole podcast is now our marketing manager. Whose phone is in my face. 5% of our revenue. So that means go get us revenue. Like there's an email thing that keeps we, emailing me to advertise. We need to help pay for Shaylin's time, so you guys. We help need to us pay out. for our time eventually. Well, yeah, but Ballers we status. come last, right? We want to cover rent, buy <laughs> yeah. our merch. So, buy our merch. What is burning a hole in your side today? What, what, do, you, to, what do you mean? What, what are we talking about? about? What do you want to talk what, about? I, I mean, surrounding yourself with good people. I, that's kind of been something that's been on my mind the past week, and why? Why has it been on my mind? That's, you know, my mind just flows and it's something that's kind of been at the forefront. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Um, So, okay. Do Do you feel like you are surrounded by good people? Now I do. Yeah, I'm going through a lot of personal development right now and I feel like a lot of that is uh, attributed to the people I'm surrounding myself around. So... 
I feel like that has a big impact on people and um, mm-hmm. reflects a lot of things. So our environment is very important to our our lives, like what is around us. And when we have toxic people, we all know that that can bring us down. We have negative people that can bring us down. But when we're surrounded by, you know, good and positive people, there's a lot of positive effects for that. And sometimes it'd be tough to tell, though. Like it can take sometimes years, months. It can take a while to know like who's really in your corner and where they're going to be when shit hits the fan, you know, but it's been on your mind a lot because you're doing personal growth, which I respect and I appreciate. Well, and I'm experiencing that too. The past few months, you know, I have brought different people into my life and my life has kind of changed because of that. It's not rocket science. Like we said, it's you are who you surround yourself with and the key is to surround yourself around people who align with your life and where you're going and where you want to go. I mean, and who are going to help you get there, push you and, uh, you know, be alongside you and set the example and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Okay. So there's really two kind of trains of thought. There's bringing new people into your life that are going to add value. And sometimes we add value by subtracting. Right. So we sometimes have to subtract the people that are detrimental to our life. Do you want to talk about that at all? I mean, I'll brush over that. And, you know, again, I don't want to like. You don't have to name names and hurt feelings. I don't want feelings. to talk shit. You don't have to talk shit. I think this year I will say that I have subtracted a group of people from my life. And some of those people from this group I'm still friends with. And some I yeah cut ties with because. Um, it just was toxic and those people didn't really have my, you know, best interest in mind. And since that's happened, I feel a whole hell of a lot better. So it's, uh, you know, those people didn't really align with where I'm going either. It's very, very, very true. You are who you, you know, surround yourself with. That's what we just talked about. So I I felt as though these people just, I don't know, I think a big kind of in stagnant water and yeah. You know, might look at what I'm doing and go talk shit about it or throwing shade or like to refer to it as the crab effect. I have crabs. You do have crabs. I didn't think this was the episode we were going to tell people. Oh, no, no, they're hermit crabs. They live in a terrarium. Oh, not the ones that are hanging out on my genitals. I've never had crabs. Okay. Okay. FYI. Okay. But no, the, the crab effect. I mean, if you put crabs in a five gallon bucket and one tries to climb out, the other one's going to pull the other one back down. I mean, that's, it's the same in, in life too. So, so people do that thing I've noticed, like, so women love to talk about their tribe. You know, that's a big popular thing. Squad, squad up. But like, it's their tribe. They find their people. I know with my life, I spent a lot of my life not having a, tr- a squad, a, a crew squad tribe. I don't know. I hate all those words. Like, uh, a, a gang. I don't know. But, so when I moved out of my hometown, and I had a couple of good friends, but I lived in a very affluent area, and we were definitely not that. Um, we were comfortable, but it wasn't like the the same situation um, as most others. But uh, when I got out of that town, it was really nice to finally just like gravitate to really the same kind of people, you know, like like minded, positive, mm-hmm. open, very open people to like whatever. And when I moved to Traverse City, I knew zero people. But one of the things that I noticed the most is people from a from anywhere, you know, if you're living in the place that you grew up in, 
a lot of people you know or still associate with as you be mature and come into like your own are going to be people you grew up with. And those are people that you just happen to be friends with because of proximity. And that doesn't always mean that those are the people you want around you anymore. So like little six-year-old Nikki B, you know, his like homies and 15-year-old Nikki B, like his friends are probably not always going to be the same as 30-plus-year-old Nick's friends, right? And so, but because of the inertia... When did I graduate from Nikki B to Nick? Between 17 and 18, okay, somewhere around there. I just wanted to get that clear. Yes. So when you were like little and a lot of those people stayed in your life because of inertia, it just is that effect, right? You live in an area... Your geography kind of defines who's around you. As you get older and you start intersecting with different pools of people, then you get to kind of pick and choose. And, you know, we only have, we all have 24 hours in the day. And sometimes we got to vote people off the fucking island. Speaking of 24 hours in the day, I don't know the exact figures. I don't have it's it 24. written down. But last night, so I'm reading a new book. Um, What's the book? Max Out by Ed Milet. Okay. It's very easy to read. It's 95 pages and the text is like this. I almost bought you a big, large print reading book. Did you? Yeah, I was at the bookstore. I was like, oh, you can read way more than 10 pages quicker because it's bigger words. But I'm really looking like this. I started this book last night and it literally took me like 10 minutes to read 10 pages, which is Hell yeah. Good for you. I get to bed a lot earlier. And and we're saying hell yeah, because you you know you have admitted that you're a slower reader. But you want to absorb knowledge and this is good for you. So you're reading this book last night. Yep. Last night in the beginning of the book, Ed Milet talks about your life, right? And talks about the time that you're here and the times that it ended up being like we literally have eight years on this planet on average. And he boiled it down eight years. And and I'm gonna explain it. So because of sleeping and 20, pooping? 27 hours or 20, like there's some, or 24 years or there's some, some large amount of years are spent sleeping. I don't sleep much. So I'm like nine so, years, m- m- but, but then, keep going. then there's like, you know, uh, childhood, an, another, no, not even that, but there's like another section that's like eating and like just other daily routines daily routine stuff that's living exactly and when it boils down it's like you have eight years to live when i read that that was like a i don't know for me that was kind of like a mindset like just mic drop because i'm like holy shit that really puts it into perspective like how are you gonna you know live out your eight years of your life and of course it's 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 it, listen, it equates to more than that probably a little bit, but... No, it's it's the point. It's like we spend so much of our time not in control of what our our cognizant direct activities are. We're not, you know, we're, we're, li- we're not really purposeful. Like when I sleep, I'm sleeping. We're not right. like living a purpose-driven sleeping life. Right. When I'm eating a taco, I'm not living my life. I'm eating a goddamn taco. So, right, yep. like I get it. When I'm taking a dump, I'm taking a... I mean, it's a, it's a healthy dump and I'm freaking in there with intention but it ain't out. it ain't living. So right. I, I get the idea of just kind of crazy. We have a short period of time. And we yep. do have a short yep. period of time. So getting back to surrounding yourself with the right people, um, I heard something today that I'm gonna kind of talk about too. Um, there's two types of people in your life. There's the supporters and the reporters. And what I mean by that is the supporters are are that's obvious. There's the people that are gonna support you, they're in your corner, they're you know, behind you, they're pushing you. They're encouraging you to, you know, live your best life, be your best self. Okay. And then there's the reporters who are the ones kind of in the background, maybe like, you know, laughing at shit you say or talking shit behind your back or, you know, again, those crabs that are pulling you back. 
it's obviously who we want to spend more of our time with, right? Who we want to pursue relationships with the supporters, the people that are going to help us, you know, again, live that best life. But mm-hmm. for me, I struggle and, and the, you know, I know there's people out there that struggle with this too. Like I, I struggle with acceptance. Like it's not so much that like I, you want to be accepted. I not, want to be accepted. Yeah, so those reporters will we'll, we'll call them for instance, you know, a couple weeks ago, some guy, you know, I've been putting out like mindset talks and stuff like that, like statuses on Facebook and someone like did a laugh emoji. Right. But was it funny? No, it wasn't funny. Oh, okay. Um, and I didn't really entertain that the first time, but then like the next day I put something else out and he laughed, he laughed at it again. And I'm like, they just chat my ass. I'm like, why are you being a hater? bro? Why are you being a hater, man? Like really like it's sad though. And, and, and see, this is where I struggle because I, I should just not even give him the time of day. Like that's just a waste of time to be like, even focus on that because those people, you know, A, they're jealous. B, they just live a sad fucking life and they get off on just bringing other people down or or whatever. So need to stop focusing on the reporters because they're going to be there no matter what. They're stuck in that mindset. They're stuck in that, that just being a douche. Yeah, but I mean, you have the choice to give that energy or not. 100%. And, and they are stuck in that. But when you cannot give that energy and not take it personally... Agreement number two, Don Miguel Ruiz. That's a good book for you to read eventually. Um, you'll find like your own growth in that is going to be far greater than the chappy ass that you got from. One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't pay attention to those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Again, because like they aren't going to change. I'll use being a Democrat and being a Republican. Let's say you're a Democrat. President Trump, he's not going to say anything that's going to change your mind, right? No. If I identify myself as a very binary option, a Democrat or a Republican, or I'm this or that, the other side is not going to ever change that person's mind. 90% of the time, it's not going to. Nothing he says is going to change that. Mm -hmm. Some people it does, but 90% of the time, you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? So I have a question, though. Did you reach out to this chap ass mofo? I did. Did you? I did. All right. How'd that go? And you know what? It's funny because he is the boyfriend of an ex-girlfriend that I had way back when I was like 21. Traverse City. Boyfriend of the sister. So the girl I dated, it's her sister's boyfriend. Ah, the swamp water gets murkier. Dude, I I, I haven't talked to this so guy So how in was years. that conversation? How did that go? I'm like, what was funny? You know, he's like, oh, when something's funny, I laugh at it. You know, my bad. I'm like, okay, well, that post wasn't really meant to be funny. And I don't know. He said some other bullshit. I don't I don't know. But he was just kind of being, just being a dickhead, you know. So just, I'm going to challenge you on that as your friend. I so, shouldn't have given that. See, no, but like you you responding is fine. But what if you had replied or or even just prompted him and said, hey, it's been a real, like you know him obviously, right? I mean, we haven't talked in probably but you haven't 15 talked. years. And what if you had just reached out with like, hey man, how have you been? And, and not even address the post and just start with that. Yeah. Like think about in the growth mindset that you're into, that, that might've created a different avenue of where that could have gone, mm-hmm. which I know is like, you're probably like, motherfucker, I didn't even think of that at this point. But you can do that next time. Like that's, I, I mean, I get what you're saying because people want to throw shade. They love to be snarky. It's the internet. There's, 
it's a lot of bullshit and anonymity behind people's words. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be accountable for them because it's not like they're saying it to your face. Like if you said like, hey, you know, I want people to live a better life. I want to be there to help people, blah, blah, blah. And then some dude, if you were saying that to me in the streets, we're talking and my reaction would be like, man, that's really noble of you. Good for you. And then my other reaction could have been like, ah, you're full of shit, right? Or laughed in your face. Well, like normal human decorum would probably dictate that I'm not going to do that, right? Like I'm not going to be like, ha ha, I can't believe you want to help people. What a loser. And like I get that that's what it could feel like to see like the laughing bullshit. Um, But then like if you approached it out of love and compassion. He would have felt more like a idiot. He probably would have felt like an idiot, but it might have even stimulated a conversation that none of us could predict. Right. I, I mean, I struggle with that. But that's time. where you're, you know, we're all we're all doing our best. Yep. And, you know, the other thing is, is the more time you spend on giving those reporters energy, the more time it's going to affect you and create self-doubt. And it's going to kind of mind fuck you because you're going to start to believe the things that they're saying. So, like, not giving them the time of day is just that's that's what you need to do. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. It's a dangerous place because especially me who, you know, or other people struggle with, you know, that acceptance or confidence or whatever. You're going to let other people. I think for the most part, we're social and we want to be accepted. We want people to buy into what we're doing, um, whether it's on social media or in real life, which is part of real life. But it's a natural human tendency to want positive feedback. And negative feedback just feels like shit. Yep. And but sometimes when you're vulnerable, which we've talked about, like those are the things that are going to happen. You have to be willing to accept. Yep. And don't be afraid to be arrogant. If you've got these people in your life who don't support you and don't just have. help you be more yourself or support where you're going, I mean, don't be afraid to be arrogant and de-weed your garden and cut those motherfuckers out yeah bury them since i pulled the weeds out of my garden and i'm not talking my nether forest i rubbed my crotch (laughs) when you said pulled the weeds out of my garden do you ever get an ingrown hair in your pubis area and just be like motherfucker i'm pulling that shit out with some tweezers today i have and it's so satisfying i have and i I have a really disgusting story that i bring it i can tell you off the air what dude it's disgusting i mean it's years ago but it was so satisfying, dude. This thing was massive. Like a sweet goiter, like oh my gosh, crotch it was goiter. Huge. And you just shot that bad boy out. It, it like pulled up in my hand. Like <sighs> it was there was so much. If our listeners could hear me now, my my nips are hard. Like my favorite show on the internet used to be Doctor Pimple Popper on YouTube. Yeah, I, I think s- I think all of us uh, in the room are. I can't speak for Mark, but I'm I know holding the table really hard right now. You super great. Yeah, it was it was wild. All right. I know. So when we're weeding our non nether forest people, you know what? Maybe we should think is it's it's as satisfying as popping a a goiter. It's as satisfying as removing a light poma. And and if you think about a garden, right, like people de-weed gardens and and the, the plants flourish from that because the healthy plants get more of the water. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing in your life. Like you de weed. Exactly. I'm going to go look and see how de-weeded I feel you, right now. <laughs> you de-weed people out of your life. It's just, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel fulfilled. and I love it. So I feel pretty fulfilled. I mean, I fortunately, so when I moved to this town, I knew nobody. And so 
it wasn't really a thing for me to just fall into a group of people because I didn't know anybody. So the people that I attracted to my life have been really positive people. Like my my core friend group. I mean, these are people that will always have like these people. If I needed a body buried, if I needed like a ride, if I needed someone to like help me. I mean, these are people that have my back. And I know that's not Instead the case. of your front? Well, they got my front too. For me, it's funny because I came with a barren garden, right? <laughs> my barren my barren reproductive organ garden was, it, it allowed me to pick and choose what I planted and be protective of any weeds that wanted to grow. It's like a big pair of tweezers just showed up <laughs> when I left East Lansing and just plucked that bushy net mess. And now I've got like tomato plants and yeah. peppers and... I mean, do you feel like you surround yourself with, with? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in in life, yes. The people I choose to be around me and I spend time with, yes. I do not make, I don't have acquaintances that I make plans with that I, I don't want to spend time in. Even like my good friends, they're very good people. Like my, what I would say, second tier kind of friends that like, if we, if probably scheduling were different or if the times in our life were different, we'd be closer. Those are all so equally good well-rounded kind they're your tier two yeah and they're only because of like just frequency like i've got a friend that like we'll text every couple days and then i'm a i'm a tier two aren't i i think we're tier two with each other <laughs> but like that has to do with frequency but we're kind of like tier two and one and a half right now because yeah. we spend a lot more time than we used to once a week and but like whenever we would reconnect i remember we'd go sit down and it'd be like boom we got two hours lightning of just, strikes the yeah. tip of our penis docking boom with uh, we're gonna talk we're gonna have to do an episode on plucking ingrown hairs like oh, oh my god that's so nasty and beautiful oh, shaylin will definitely be here for that emily is gonna be here so emily she it's like literally i had one like on my like eyebrow thingy and she's like what are you doing i was like i'm gonna take care of this and she's like no 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 i went to school for this and i enjoy this and i'm like that's one of my favorite intimate moments so i've like, had this like thing on my forearm that was literally this big this big golf ball size two weeks people. ago two two golf balls and um i popped it like five times and it's keeps going there's still something under there but it's not like it's not like i don't know i'm kind of worried did you get bit by a cat no okay so i i, I will say the worst one i ever had <laughs> you got bit no so i had a kitten and i was sitting with my legs stretched out across a bent to like a picnic table bench seat at my house and the cat was a kitten, and it jumped up and used my thighs. The cat was a kitten? Is it, that what you just said? It was a kitten. The cat it, was a kitten. It pulled down on my thighs, <laughs> like full claws. And so I was like bleeding, but I was doing work on my computer, so I didn't really care. I didn't clean it up because I didn't really think of it. But then like I got a fever, I got sick, and then there was this growth that was growing sort of like in my hip flexor area, but there is a, um, what do we call these? Lymph nodes. There's a lymph node there. And apparently the cat had given me um, cat scratch fever because kittens have, they get dirt under Should their- Should bust out in song? That Nugget? No, but it, it actually has a bacterial infection, which I thought was just an ingrown hair. So for about a month, I kept popping this thing and draining it and thinking like, oh shit, this is going on. I got a real question to ask you. This is a real story. I know. I have a real question. Continue. When you pop, do you sniff? What? Be honest. Are you a sniffer? No. You're dodging that, man, no, like I, you're a sniffer. I didn't know. Am I missing out on something? 
when you pop the zit and it's on you, do you sniff it? No, I usually look at it in the light to you, see. You sn- you're a sniffer, dude. I'm I can not see a sniffer. It. I can see it. I swear to God, I'm not a sniffer. But now I'm thinking like, I've been you doing this. You sniffed it before. Hold on. I've been doing this for 37, almost 38 years. I've been missing out on something. I, I mean. What does it smell like? I've sniffed it before. Shit? It smells like poop? <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. It smells like bacteria. I'm going to look this up. Like, test this between now and next week but going back to this thing it kept draining kept draining finally i was like it ain't going anywhere because it kept like cratering it on itself but wouldn't leave so i go to the doctor and he's like you know what you got cat scratch fever we're gonna cut it out of you and he does a karate chop move and i'm sitting in the office i'm like you're gonna karate chop this out of my leg he's like yeah we're gonna cut it out and he kept karate chopping i was like is this is a medical procedure. He's like, no, 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 no. We're actually going to give you like six shots in your leg and then I'll take a scalpel and then I'll scoop it out. And I'm like, this is terrifying. And he's like, we'll do it right now. Take your pants off. She'll be right in. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, I'll schedule this. I'll, I'll, I'll like brave up and like, you know, suck it up. He's like, no, 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 we're going to do this right now. And so I started, I was like, can I film it? He's like, yeah, but you can't put my face in it and you can't say my name because this is going to be some medical shit. I can't tell if this is a real story. Oh, it's real. And so, like, I started filming it, but they gave me the six shots. The second I saw the scalpel. How the shots feel? I want to know. First one was like a shot and then you didn't feel anything else because it was just shots in your thigh. And because it was uh, lidocaine. And then, so he starts cutting and I'm filming it for just a second. You see the scalpel tip go into the leg. I was like, nope, I'm lying back. And so I laid back. I didn't watch it because I did not, I could not watch that. That was too tough. Can I, I see the video? It's really just a scalpel. I'll look for it. Yes. Okay. It's just a scalpel touching my leg. And I'm like, oh, done. And I'm like, done. Um, I lie back. They finish it up. He scrapes it out. He packs it with gauze. I go on my way. It literally took 10 minutes. And now, is there so, a hole in your leg now? Yeah, kind of. There's a hole, a scar that looks like a hole. Wow. It's and that like was a, how long ago? Three years, maybe. Oh, I thought four. it was like, I thought you said something about Emily. I'm like, no, 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 no. Emily likes to help when, if I have a ingrown hair, pimples it, whatever, she's, she's a pro. Yeah. I enjoy that. I mean, but that's the thing about being in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think all chicks are. Do you, like does that. Katie pop pimples for you on your back? I don't get pimples on my back. You don't get like a blackhead once in a while. She's a pimple popper for she sure. She hooks you up once yeah. in a while. Like, but that's if I can listen. If I can reach it, I'm doing it myself. You take that. I, you take that pleasure away from your woman. I, I I get pleasure in that though too. Dude, you're supposed to let other people deflower your weed garden. Uh, yeah, I think. I, I I take good. I take a lot of pleasure in that. Oh, cheers to that. Yeah. Well, I like to surround myself with people who enjoy that as well, obviously. <laughs> but like to your point, it, it is it does allow us to be probably more fulfilled people and fire on more cylinders when we're around people that are whether they're they don't even need to be like minded, but they need to be the right people for us. Sure. And sometimes in life, those right that those change because as we change and grow. Sometimes the right people are not the right people anymore. And I want to really challenge our listeners. I mean, really analyze this in your life. If you ask yourself this and be real, because, you know, if there's some de-weeding that needs to go on in, in your life, I would strongly suggest that and see what happens and see the outcome and see how your life changes because of that. So I agree. I definitely think that that's and my last point I'm going to make. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So choose fucking wisely. Three of them are my children, so one of them's got to go. Uh, um, but I get that. That's a good point. And I'm not saying that to be low or shallow, but like 
you are the average of the five people you spend the most that time makes with. Sense. Period. That makes sense. That is anyone that wants to argue that with me, shoot me a DM. Call me up. You know who might want to argue that with you? Who? Joe Rogan. Who we did not call out in this episode. What do you mean did not? What do you not like, yet? So Joe Rogan, he may agree, he may disagree. But what if he was like he elevated our lives and we don't even know it? What if we elevated his life and he doesn't even know it? I like Joe, your... hit us up right now. You want to better your life? I got two motherfucking people here to better your life. Subtract the first two, then you have three. Add these two. Now you got five. Your life just got better. And if you don't believe me, show up for episode 100 and see what happens. Nick's got you. Cage match. Seacrest out. See ya.